everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about intimacy. It is another live Facebook recording from the Little Way Challenge, and the good news is if you didn't officially make it uh, for the sign-up of the challenge, one, no worries. Uh, we will be doing it again, I'm sure, but make sure that uh, we know you, and so you can go to the website at revelationwellness.org. Down, uh, don't download them. Sign up for our seven days of free training. You'll get a taste of what the little way is all about. But we're just doing holistic living in Christ here. Heart, mind, soul, and strength. And all those things, heart, mind, soul, and strength, they consume stuff. And we're talking about the thoughts we consume, the emotions we consume, the food, the drink, all the things that we put in and what goes out. So be sure to connect with us there. But we're going to talk about intimacy because it really is, I mean, I just feel like, you know, food and drink and exercise, great things. We need to get to the heart of the matter. Amen. We need to get down to the heart of it so that we have what you don't, what doesn't get revealed, doesn't get healed. And part of this is like, what is going on in my heart? And what do you do with your heart? How do you connect to a God who says, come to me? What does that look like? I want to um, start laying the groundwork. So this is probably going to be a, I'm just going to have a few parts to this teaching today. It's just part one of, I, I want to really ask you, what do you see right now? What are you seeing? Um, would you agree that there is um, a, a culture, a climate kind of change that we see right now happening on the earth, especially in the United States, especially in this very politically charged time? And what's really going on without condemning the world, without saying people's hearts are bad themselves? How can we be really good players uh, and representatives of the kingdom in this? Well, first we got to kind of see our own need for intimacy, our own, what are we really crying out for too? So today we'll learn that a little bit and uh, we're going to study a little bit of scripture and get really honest. And I, of course, again, I'm going to put my heart out there and tell you... (laughs) how crazy my heart is and how God is continually showing me through intimacy and speaking to me to keep me free. That's all he wants to do. He wants to keep you free, keep you whole, and keep you on mission uh, doing the thing that he's called you to do, loving God and loving others and caring for yourself. So enjoy this podcast. And uh, one more reminder that we have instructor training coming up February 13th and 16th. It closes on, that's it. So don't wait too long. If you're thinking about becoming an instructor, get over to the website, check on Become an Instructor. Uh, the, if you, the show notes here has the direct link. You can go straight there and get yourself into a class because as I say in this podcast, nothing, nothing takes place of flesh and flesh and bone on bone encounters, a hug, a smile, words. We are made for connection. And I think that's partly why we're having a harder time with intimacy in the way we're doing life today. So nothing would make me just beam to see you. Nothing would be more than to see you at uh, the next retreat and spend five days with you as well as uh, time of training and to take you deeper into this mission with us because the harvest is plenty and the workers are few. All right, friends, thanks for hanging out. Enjoy this podcast. Peace. These are the things. Back to God. And that's what we're going to work on today. That's why our curveball now has been about less intimacy. I'm sorry, less internet and more intimacy. Every week we've done something. So the first week was less shadows, 
meaning shadow food, more substance food. Less of the foods that kind of look like foods, less of the foods that are uh, sitting on counters and boxes and they can stay there for a long time. Basically, less of the fake foods. <laughs> more substance, more real. I need real, God. Do we, do we not crave that more and more right now? I don't know about you, but I want to see people that are real. I don't want to see just... Um, a pretty kind of put together thing. I see that so much and it's still beautiful. I'm not saying I love to get dressed up. This is me with no makeup or I haven't, good thing you can't smell me. This is just me. I just like, I'd rather be real and I love to dress up sometimes and I love to get all pretty, but it's just not me um, for the majority of the time. Not to say if you love that, great. Everyone has a different way of feeling kind of put together and whole. I just... I crave just, I want to know that you don't need that. You don't need it to be who you are. That I could really know you without having to look through something, I guess you could say. But again, just me. So we crave real. The second week we talked about in our drinking less whatnot and more water. Less coffee, less tea, less kombucha, less of that. Are you hydrated? Right now, if I say the word, I'm already like, oh, I think I'm thirsty. <laughs> so that was amazing. So now we put that aside and this week, less internet, more intimacy. Now I'm not picking on the internet to pick on the internet's sake. Uh, it just, it represents a way that we connect, a way that we uh, express outlets. It's how we, it's the world wide web. Anyone here remember when you first heard a web address? Come on, I'm showing my age. I was at Arizona State University. It was near my senior year taking a class. So that had to be 1993, four or so. And I was in a class and I heard someone started talking about this internet thing. <laughs> it's not that long ago, you guys. Come on. Oh, there you go. Heather's like me. I remember some guy getting up and, and giving uh, the email address. It was like something, 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 dot, you know, dot, did it. I'm like, what is he saying? I don't even know what this is. So I had to understand, oh, we're actually connecting to people through this thing. Like, oh, and like I did not go to college in the time of computers. We did a lot of writing, a lot of papers that you wrote or typed. So it's a whole, how fast Come on, in 20 years, is it? Would that be 20 years, 90? Almost 20 years, it has, boom, the World Wide Web. We are now connected in beautiful ways. I was saying in our devotional today, the fact that what would have taken Paul months to go from one section of the Mideast to another Middle East, like the fact that he would travel and months at sea and all this kind of, I mean, there's something gritty about that that I kind of miss, that kind of adventuresome spirit. Because now I can just, send an email and I can get the same effect. I believe God loves that. I think it's so his provision of goodness and kindness so that we can connect more. We can share messages. We can give information, but it also backfires when it becomes the source of information. Can I get an amen? When it becomes the thing, I, I have begun to look more and more statistically, but how often we are on the highest uh, traffic sites are Google and Facebook. That means we're constantly Googling, we're constantly connecting. We want more information and then we want to share that information or we want people to either affirm us in it or we somehow want to connect in that way. I want to ask you this one question, first of all. 
Have any of you left the internet, spent your time on the internet, felt more encouraged? Like, more like, yeah, I feel great. Only if, I only if, for me, if I receive a nice email or some kind words from someone or someone, I mean, I'm hearing some amazing stories from you guys in the little way. Like, that's encouraging. And I'm grateful. Isn't that amazing? You can just write me a message and I will read it. I will read it. It won't take you know, weeks to go through the post office and then maybe it'll get to me, might get lost in the mail. No, pretty much. It's a high likelihood. If you send me an email, I'll read it. Don't know if I'll have time to respond to you, but I will most likely read it and my heart's encouraged. That's amazing. So grateful for that. But most of the time, I don't, I leave the internet that my time I'm spending on Facebook or scrolling. And now I realize we're on Facebook right now. And I hope that you're just being mindful that I can shift some things for you because you're going to need some time with God for intimacy. So less internet, less scrolling, less mindlessness, just kind of doing what we always do because it's such precious time. There is one commodity that all of us have and that's time. You get, that's why as I get in going through life, I have one thing and that's what am I going to do with my time today? It's the utmost valuable thing I have more to me at this point than anything else is my time. What, that everything I do matters. If I'm with my kids, I'm spending the time with them, that it matters, that it's intentional time. I don't do it great, but I know that that matters. That the, I've always said it's never, I really know my kids don't want a lot of time with me, but they want when they're with me, it is like you are the most important thing that matters to me. Do we notice right now that, um, how are you guys doing after this weekend of seeing your Facebook? How's the scroll been, right? Uh, we have a new president in office and a lot of people have a lot to say about that. It was an interesting weekend. Just flooded. My, my, in, my Facebook was just, it was overwhelming with the amount of this or that or voices. And I watched it and I listened and it wasn't that I didn't have anything to say. I just knew, here's what I knew. As I watched posts, anybody seen the, um, or listened to, and if you haven't, listen to our podcast on inflammation, please. I'm going to jump over to this physical side. Our bodies are not well because we are inflamed. We have a lot of inflammation because of pain and hurts and wounds. I mean, I had gut issues from inflammation that I was using food that was even healthy food, quote unquote healthy food, that you use to a point that it can backfire because our bodies, it's not so much it's the food, but then the emotions that we're having at the time can create like a buildup on us. A callousness. We can get a calloused heart and a thick gut and just thick our, our joints. Everything can start to clog up and not feel well. And that's a sign of inflammation physically. But how am I partnering with that inflammation? First thing, cortisol, stress. When I stress, I make, I'm inflaming myself more. As I think more stressfully, I will become more stressed. I will become more inflamed. I will become more stuck and in lockdown Anyone, because you think about something and it tends to just get larger and larger. Whatever you think about, that's where you will go. So listen to the podcast on inflammation because what I noticed like on my Facebook feed and what I kind of see and maybe it, and it could be, let's be real, I get to see more information than I ever have before. It's come, when I was a kid, oh no, she's doing it. She's talking about when she's a kid. Yes, I'm talking about when I was a kid. 
there were four TV channels. <laughs> four. Four people, four channels, and it started at like 5 a.m. in the morning, and it signed off at like midnight, maybe. And that was it. Then it was quiet for a certain amount of time. You had four major networks. You only got your news in certain places. But now with continual, continual, I can hear. Then you got blogging, people that have this view and that view. We, I mean, come on. We are more uh, opinionated and receiving information that, how much of it is building us up? That's why I'm like, get in the word of God. Before you do anything else, get in the word of God. Otherwise, you need, you need to immunize yourself for whatever this information age you are living in that is rapidly turning and rapidly moving and constantly sending you a barrage of information of who you should be and what you should do. And if you find a bump or a lump, well, you better do this, right? Everyone find a lump and you're, you're pretty sure you have cancer. You're pretty positive that it's over <laughs> instead of, okay, let me pay attention to this. I'm not going to ignore it. Let me go to a doctor. Let me just start reasonable thinking, not what did everyone else say? It's comparison. The internet is a great, uh, it's a pool of comparison. Well, that is that person's story and this person's story. And I start comparing my story to their story. And then I start to build my own information system based on everyone else's thoughts or opinions where it's God who I need the most, intimacy with him. So when I scroll my Facebook feed, what I'm aware of as in this time, and can I get an amen? I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong. You could tell me. Maybe you're seeing a whole different Facebook feed than I'm seeing. And it's a great thing. The fact that I can find out, get a pulse on what are people talking about? What are they interested in? What's, what's going on? I'm grateful. I'm grateful. But when I see a continual kind of theme, what the theme is that people, God, are angry. They are hurt. They are emotionally at a storm right now. You can feel it. I call it a climate change. We're talking about climate change. There has been a climate change in the soul of people. And it matters. They're trying to say something. And we should listen. But the lens and the filter from which we are to listen must come through the intimacy of knowing who God is, his knowledge, his wisdom, then we can be really good partners with what's going on in the world or what's going on with my kids or what's going on in my home. It all, all of it. I need that filter. Otherwise, I'll end up in strange places having intense emotions that can consume me instead of becoming a tool for me to use. So, there is a, um, I wrote this note, in a time of abundant blessings around us, we seem to be so dissatisfied. There seems to be a real ache. And a lot of it could be, again, because you have a place to share your voice. You can go on the internet, tell somebody what you think, how many likes, how many comments, how many people agreed. And it affirms us, it builds us up, or it can shatter us. It's the same kind of, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, but if that's where we're putting so much energy, consuming it, taking it in, putting it out, calories in, calories out, it will affect my reasoning, my reasonableness, my, sober, my sobriety to what is lovely and pure and noble. And what's really wonderful in life? What's really going on? What are some good things? It's, it's like the news on steroids because everything seems to be, you have to know it now. You need to know more of it. It's just pressing. There's an acronym in the um, eating, 
Overeaters uh, Anonymous or if anorexia, bulimia, anywhere that there's been eating disorders. And it's called this acronym called HALT, H-A-L-T. Has anyone heard of that before? Basically, it's when you're going to do what you don't want, when you're going to binge or when you're controlling or afraid to eat or all these things, right? Because food is not the problem. It's how we use it, how we view it, how we see it. I've lost my reasonableness with it. It's now directing me. When I see that happening, um, I am as an overeater or as an emotional eater or whatever, I'm supposed to pull away and halt, which means you ask yourself these questions. Am I hungry? So am I really hungry for an overeater? Uh, for an undereater, you would have to say, I think I'm really hungry. <laughs> Not because what an, what an undereater does or a control or anorexia, uh, anorexia especially just suppresses it and goes, no, I'm not hungry. No, I'm not hungry. And they, they kill off their basic primal needs. But they're hungry. So am I hungry? Overeater would probably say, no, I'm not really hungry. Undereater would be like, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay. So whatever that is, next move. Am I angry? Am I eating because I'm angry? Am I controlling because I'm angry? Am I lonely? Am I eating because I feel lonely and and rejected? Am I controlling because I feel kicked out less than? Or am I tired? Right? That that tired one is a a big one for me. I'll get back to I'll get to that in a minute. I'm gonna share some real honest life with you. It ain't pretty, but it's true. Halt. So that's a kind of a, an acronym. I don't have an acronym, but when I was asking the Lord today, like, what's going on? This is what's going on with us too, but it's a little bit more expansive. If if you could not, if you would agree right now, I think it's becoming aware. I feel like God's just popping a zit on humanity. It's all just there. And right now it's just, it's just coming up. We're just seeing it in Twitters and Facebook. Everyone has a place to say it. So they're just saying it and you can take it or leave it. But Here's what I say to that. Praise God. Great. They're saying it. We're saying it. There it is. Don't pretend. The thing is we're saying it behind closed doors. We're saying it without having to be vulnerable in community. We're saying it behind a computer. We're saying it behind a keyboard. So it feels a little safe. Like I can put my toe in the water. And if I don't like it, I can just delete the post. Right? It's kind of, it's, remember we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's not really belonging. So we're doing it in a weird belonging place that we don't really belong. So then, it doesn't get us any closer to freedom or our real self. But in this time of abundant blessings, I've never seen people more, one, tired. I think people are tired. I think people are overworked. I think they're overstressed. I don't think they sleep well as much anymore. I think because we're on this kind of like constant information, we don't know how the thought. Let me just give you a minute. Five minutes of silence. What does that make you do? freak out like I couldn't have you sat in five minutes of silence recently like five minutes doing nothing it's really crazy try it it'll make you it'll you'll either love it or hate it but I have a feeling it's gonna be so and like a waste of time I could be doing something more like what we don't do silence anymore or or quiet or slow down or power down put the phones away like just quiet so that makes us very tired. We're always engaged. We're always. I mean, I find this even right now. We're an online ministry. My team, I'm trying to go, hey, you guys, turn your phones off. We can always be working and always because we're always connected, but we're far apart. Like if we're not careful, we'll burn out. We'll be tired. Make sure you leave margins. Margins where you just 
don't have to do anything. So are you tired? In a time of abundant blessing, uh, we see that people are, they're angry. There's a lot of anger. Remember, anger is just, it's not a bad emotion. None of these are bad emotions. None of them. They all have a place of going, huh, I'm tired. What should I do next? Take some rest. Take, learn to do the opposite of what you usually do. You're overworked. You're overstressed. Take a break. Uh, I'm angry. What Anger is an emotion that seeks to protect that is good. That what is good. That's all anger is. Anger is a good emotion. It seeks to protect. Mama bears, rise up. Right? Somebody messes with your kid, you're angry. <laughs> and God does have the emotion of anger. He absolutely is a God. I think it angers him when he sees injustice when he sees marginalized when he sees people that um, are put down or pushed aside and I think that's why we saw a lot of in this women's march a lot of women are angry because of Mr. President said something or this or that nothing wrong with that I want to say okay all right God goes all right I can handle that but let's hold hold on this is part one by the way tomorrow we're going to do more intimacy but anger Uh, people are afraid People are worried, people are depressed, and people are more lonely than ever before, right? Right now I'm with you, but I'm not really with you. I wish we were person to person. I wish I could hear what you have to say. That's why I love your comments. I wish we could have more of this. I'm grateful that I get to do this because I think it will hopefully keep you free, but there's nothing to replace skin, skin, bone, bone, conversation eyes emotions there's nothing that will ever replace it although if we're not careful we are moving towards this automation where the human touch is becoming more we're more afraid of the human touch so we're backing off and backing off where we're kind of engaging behind machines it's really weird but it just is so we're lonely right anyone can you agree with all of this all right so never been a time Here's the thing about all that. None of that is wrong. None of that. Anything that you're feeling, this is where this, I want to grow you guys in intimacy. So when we have these thoughts, these feelings, that we can come to God, that we learn. That's why you need to be sober. You need to be able to say, I'm angry. I am lonely. I am whatever I am. You need to be able to check yourself, not just go medicate with food, not just check out, not just get angry, not just do your feelings. Feel your feelings. I say it all the time. Feelings are meant to be felt, not done. Eventually, they become an expressed emotion, but only till you've run them through with God because then you'll know what the next step of action to take. Feelings are great motivators. They're great. They're good. I need a feeling to get me going in a direction fantastic it's like a fuel that lights but if I'm not careful about taking my feelings to a God who says come to me intimacy come be with me in that he has set us up we are being set up in our anger in our loneliness in our tired in our depression in all these things where we are anxious that's why he says don't worry about any of that I'm here. (laughs) That's why Jesus could sit on the Sermon on the Mount and say, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. Don't worry about what you'll eat or drink. God is good. I am here. I am with you. This is going to work itself out. Come to me. Be with me. 
John 5.39 says, uh, and he, John, and Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, the scribes. And I'm going to just kind of take a bet right now. I think there's a lot of us here. It means a lot of people that know no faith. You know Bible scripture. You've done a lot of Bible studies. You've taken every study. You've studied, 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 studied. I feel like we're done with the information. Like, yes, keep it coming in. But just to have, just to know a verse, what are you doing with it? How do you bend it and flex it and stretch it and pull it? How do you like get your hands on it and work it out? That, Revelation Wellness Family, that is what I'm here to do with you every darn day of my life. Every, every Revelation Wellness instructor you come into contact with, which by the way, three weeks till training starts from today. So get in there because we need more instructors. We need more people that go, let me help you bend, stretch, apply this word to your life, not to your husband's, not to your children's, but to your life. Let it work you out. Let it get in there and do what it's supposed to do, not just stay on the surface of my mind and not make its way down to my heart where I now have a motive and a conviction that this is how I do my life. I work it out with God. I take my anger, my loneliness, my whatever, and I get intimate with him because it's an into me. Intimacy is how he sees into me. Through intimacy, through me going, getting in with God is how he sees into me. And he helps me put the emotions in their right place, take the next step of action. And I'll talk more about that tomorrow, but I wanted to get you on page today with the fact that We hear a lot of words, but what are we doing? So Jesus says to the scribes in John 5, uh, 39, listen, brace yourself. Put your big girl panties on. Put your big boy panties on. Well, not panties. Put your big boy pants on. Everyone, big, big pants. Here we go. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. You refuse to come to me that you may have life. That's where, (laughs) this is where the internet, this is where Facebook, this is where Twitter, this is where even my best friend, because now we can connect and we can text more. They're getting in the way. They are in the way of you coming to him. John 5.39. John 5.39. Yet you refuse. You study those scriptures and you know them all, but you refuse to come to me. I'm the witness. I'm the one that bears life. I am the living word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with us and the word was flesh and he dwelt among us. He is the word. So the word that you read is meant to lead you to the encounter of the living God who is in you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit and the spirit is not dead. He is alive. That's why you desire wholeness, peace, why you desire a new way that's why you can see it in your mind if you close your eyes and you let hope come you go I know I'm not a victim of my circumstance I know I'm not gonna medic I know I'm meant to not medicate myself with food I know that this thing has no hold over me yet it does okay let's get intimate with the Lord and let him see into me to tell me I'm telling you friends this is it we either do this or we don't And Revelation Wellness will hinge on if you're willing to get intimate with a God, 
which it really is. Fitness is so vulnerable. Like you're going to, fitness is all about exposing your weaknesses. We are supposed to find your weaknesses. If I can find your weaknesses, then I know what to train. Fitness is not about, wow, you're doing great. Look, it's always about how can I continue to grow and develop? Not how can I protect myself and be safe? It's, hey, let's just keep our eye off of anything. If I have somebody with, um, think of, uh, uh, what is osteoporosis, right? Okay, I'm realized, oh, we got a, a weakness. Well, in that weakness, we can do whatever we can to make you strong because we're aware of the weakness or the vulnerability. So let me make sure that I set you up with a plan that is going to be sound for you. I'm not going to have them on day one jump up, jump up and down on plyo boxes. That would not make sense. They have some ailment or some condition that they would say has been diagnosed and we all have it. We're all angry, lonely, tired, worried, depressed. We all have those moments. Amen? Amen, Elisa. But the fitness part is say, all right, there's that weakness again and you can just skate on by it throw another Bible verse over it, or you can get in to the gym and start training it and start pulling and pressing and it's not going to feel good. And guess what? Nobody else can do it but you. I can't send my husband to the gym for me. I can't send my kids to the gym for me. I can't send anyone else to work out for me what only needs to be worked out in me. I just believe this, you guys. I believe it so much. I just think... We're going to get through this season, this climate change. It's got to start with us. It has to start with the people that go, hey, listen, I'm all for marching, all for it. Yes and amen. Thank you, God, for the right. But if every one of us was to look at the plank in our eye, the stones would drop out of our hands. If every one of us make it a pastime, and I know that's not fun. Listen, a million other places you can go and talk about how terrible people are and what they've done and who's hurt you and all that. But at some point when you're ready to get well, you come in and you get on the surgery table and you get well. Because nothing is going to change out there until it starts inside us. Nothing. And this is my tiny little narrow way for all of you. It's tiny. I know I'm not popular. Popular is, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Popular says, just feel better. Feel better. You have the right to feel better. Rights, rights, rights. It's not popular to say, you know what? Still stuff in, in you that needs to come out of you. And I'm here and I'm not going anywhere if you want to keep training. Yeah. Now, not to say there isn't something going on with other people that they're not dysfunctional, but you know what? We're going to try, we're going to pray hard and God will break through because he promises us. He does, he tells us, do not, you cannot be someone else's Holy Spirit. You cannot just in all things, rejoice in all things and in everything, in every hard thing with every hard person, come to me, come to me, prayer, thanksgiving, make your petitions, and a peace will fall upon you that is larger than the internet can give you. Or even someone else's pat on the back and agreement can give you. You do not need agreement to be well. Everyone say that out loud. I do not need agreement to be well. I do not need agreement to be whole. I don't need agreement. I got God. He's with me. He's in me. He's working it out. I believe in him. Faith. Simple. But not easy. Before you take to the streets, anger, get big. Or before you stay under the sheets, 
depression, lonely, tired, come to me. That's what God's saying. Before you take to the streets or before you stay under the sheets, come to me. Come to me. He'll fig- he will walk you through. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about what that, I'm just setting you up to say yes or no. Yes or no. Do we need more intimacy? Less internet? Yes or no. Okay. Can we agree that there tends to be this climate change in all of us going, oh, I'm just, and hey, I can get discouraged. I can easily get discouraged or despair just kind of hopeless or like oh this is so bad god like i feel so small in all this and oh i'm gonna die (laughs) this kind of dreadful oh no thing but mm -mm, no 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 it's a good place to be and the world is a great place we're so blessed less intimacy or less internet more intimacy so i want to leave you with this because you do have work today and then we'll come back tomorrow and we'll do a little bit more on intimacy and then i really 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 um would ask you to just start paying attention to how much you just turn to the internet to hit something or you're trying to connect with people i mean make a phone call (sighs) like even that now is risky once upon a time it was go to their house like see them in person like now we don't really do that how about make a phone call Leave a message, use your voice, say something nice to someone, like use this thing, like put it out there into the atmosphere, not just texting or keyboarding. It's so easy and it's low hanging fruit, but watch how much you want to gravitate towards that. And I would say uh, right now, just you've got some homework to do, but I mean, even what would you do? If you had time to do it, what would you do? Like there's things I know you guys feel like you could be doing. Maybe some of you it's writing. Some of you it's like crafting. Some of you it's organizing. Some of you it's cleaning out some junk. Some of you it's just, there's just time. You do have time. How are you spending it? Let's take some time back. Ask the Lord. He'll be really clear with you. What's, how some way I can be off of Facebook, off of this less, on this less, and with you more. Just ask. I don't know. Hey, five minutes gained is five minutes more of wisdom. So here's what I want you to do. Um, First of all, I'm going to give you a little scenario because I'll be real honest with you and then you'll have an assignment. So um, this learning how to check in with yourself, what's going on with me. I have to confess, I had a kind of a not great weekend. Um, My husband has traveled a lot lately. And I don't know if you know, if you've been following me on Instagram or any of that, but I've been sick. I've been single momming it for a while. It's just been a hard couple weeks and um and he was traveling overseas which is super work that's big work for him and when he came back every time I always know this whenever he comes home from a big trip he's tired like he's on a whole different time zone but here's me like so happy that he's back and I miss him and the kids missed him and it never fails for me that when he enters in I have such high expectations of him being like oh I missed you and we get to connect and we get all you know because that's intimacy for me that's how I I need that type of connection let me hear from you let me hear from me let me tell you about my week let me tell about highs let me tell you about my lows you know I just need that that's part of relationship nothing wrong with that needs are great how I meet them is what matters and I felt myself he was really tired which is par for the course and I didn't get back what I was hoping for and immediately I started to shut down. I started to shut down. I'm angry and I'm lonely. I didn't realize this. I started kind of going, just doing what I usually do. 
And then yesterday, I'm studying for this, going, oh, it's more intimacy. And it's really important in intimacy, what you learn to do is you have to talk to your heart. You just need to check in with your heart a lot. You got to check in. That's why you can't check out to the pantry or check out to Facebook or check, check in with your heart more because your heart is the pathway to intimacy with God and to intimacy with others. What do I really feel? What's going on in my heart? I love it. Christina Blackford, um, she wrote a book, A Heart Made Whole. Love that book. I highly encourage it. Heart Made Whole. And she says in the book that she she lost her, her newborn child was born. Well, I won't ruin the book for you, but she lost a baby within 45 minutes of being born. And, and how it was born is just incredibly tragic. And to any person could traumatize you for the rest of life and it could absolutely harden your heart against a god who you supposedly believe is loving like she had every reason to say no thank you god i'm out right and that's a lot of reason why we see anger and we see hurt and we see bigness and and depression and smallness is that we we lose and we forget who god is because of our circumstances that we face but in her book she says i had to learn to make friends with my heart that my heart was not bad, that I could say, heart, how are you doing today? Heart, what's going on with you? Heart, are you afraid? Like you would talk to your heart. And that's why Jesus says, love me and love yourself. Check in with me and check in with yourself because then you're going to be a really good friend for other people. (laughs) Check in with yourself. Heart, what's going on? Funny, I'm reading this, I'm studying this, and it really wasn't until last night that I was like, man, I know why. You know why? Because something happened in the morning where everyone just set me off. Like I was, and these are my words. Know your cue words. My cue word is I'm tired. (laughs) Those are my two words. I'm tired because I feel like I'm always doing the work and I'm always the one and I'm me, 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 right? The me, 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 like nobody knows how hard, like you just start to fall into that little black hole of self. And I was in it and I said the words, I'm tired. And when I say that word, when it came out of my mouth was actually when I was like, huh, there's something going on in me. I'm not well. And I spent the rest of the night checking in with the Lord going, what's wrong with my heart? What is this? He was able to show me once again, once again. So tomorrow I'll kind of walk you through. We're going to do some more intimacy training. What does that look like? How do I spend time with the Lord? What's the process? What's the point of it? And let me tell you, it might seem, it's it's very left-handed. I hope you took notes in this because we'll build upon it. But I think really all today was about is could we agree that there are things going on in our hearts that we can turn to the internet. We can even go to the word of God and throw scripture on it. But unless it leads me to an encounter time with God where I have a conversation with God about what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and what I want to do, unless I do that, I'm going to end up in a circle, just spinning around the drain. Oh, here's your homework for tomorrow. I want you to think about any situation right now. Is there something going on right now? I want you to check in with your heart over everything. So check in. And if you get like I got, oh, you're lonely. Why are you lonely? I like figure out what that is um, and come with that tomorrow. Okay. So whatever the situation is, whatever, don't, don't do this whole, 
oh, there's too many. Where do I begin? Just begin. That's like saying, oh, I have 100 pounds to lose. What? Why even start? Well, you start because you'll be one day closer to less poundage. <laughs> like You just start. So stop. Like That whole spirit of, oh, it's too much. Oh, I can't do it. Just start with one thing. The Lord is so excited to meet with you in one thing. Okay, now I'm going to pray. So Father God, I thank you uh, much for Facebook. In this way, God, I thank you that it can direct people back to you, God. And I pray there comes a day we need less and less of this because your people are out on mission. They're just doing it. They're living, um, God, off the mat. They're no longer paralyzed and laying on the mat, God. And so we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would make yourself real to us in, in ways where we've locked you down, God. We have not been willing to bring you our hearts be to be made whole, God. So I pray for courage and boldness, God. I pray for the spirit of worship and truth to rise up in your people, uh, Lord, that you break the chains of oppression in Jesus' name. You break the chains, God, of where um, spirits that have just accused and caused mental torment in Jesus name you must leave and if that's any of you you need to say that out loud in Jesus name leave it ends today the accusations the lies the belittling and the insecurities that come from the nagging places of the pit we just cast it down and we stand over it with feet ready with the gospel of peace God Thank you that you've given us minds that are sober and our hearts that are filled with power and love, God. And we call more of it onto the earth right now. We just need you, God. I cannot scripture myself into freedom, Lord. I must bend and stretch and bow and follow you. So God, more following, more obedience to follow. And Lord, right now, I pray that you would love your people. I pray for warmth in hearts. I actually pray for a touch and encounter. God, that for people that really just need to know it, that you would come alive, that fibromyalgia and all the inflammation of joints and bones cease right now in Jesus' name, where we have stored up bitterness and anger and depression and loneliness in Jesus' name. Cease and leave. I pray for a cleaning out for your people, God. Water, coolness, fresh fruits and vegetables, Lord, a nourishment, a desire to take care of themselves like never before, God, just because you switch things like that. You move quick and you move slow. I ask for quick movement where we can have it, God, because you want to leave a fingerprint that you are God, Lord. And where those people just are pressing and pressing, Lord, give them great grace and strength to press on, that it will break, that there will be breakthrough. Lord, encounter us, capture our hearts. We give it to you. Give us kind eyes to see our hearts, Lord. Kind us, see ourselves the way you see us, Lord. Give us eyes like you have for us. Minds like you have for us. Words like you have for us, God. We get up off the mat and we walk in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for David's back. I know we have a gentleman in the little way, God, who is back. And so I pray for all backs. All, and I prayed today for a woman, God, Kelly. I still pray for her back. Um, the bulging discs and the um, herniated discs, discs that have slipped. Uh, Lord, put them back. Put that padding back in place in Jesus' name and make bodies whole because it's who you are. You're a whole God. We want to represent you, God, on the earth. Make us whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day.